I believe that the days of taking off work to play games and pulling all-nighters to make progress in a game are pretty much over. What's most difficult for everyone nowadays, me included, is getting someone to spare their precious time on something they've made. That's why we decided to make it available on a console as convenient as the Game Boy Advance, so that you could play a little bit every day. That's the kind of game we're aiming for. This change of heart, in a nutshell, is what prompted us to revive Mother 3. What you're about to listen to is the first post of a project called Frog by Frog, a series where I play Mother 3 one save point or one frog at a time. I've been at this project for about a year now, and I think I'm around 40 frogs at the time of this recording. Ever since the beginning of the project, I wanted to have companion audio and video episodes, but over time, writing became my number one concern, and I kept putting the more multimedia aspects of the project aside until I was really ready to start producing them consistently. So, if you've read the blog before, you can consider these audio posts as almost the audiobook version of Frog by Frog. And if you've never read the blog before, then you can just see these as a YouTube series that, if you're interested, also has a written form that you can read at your own leisure. I don't want to take up too much time here at the start, I just wanted to introduce the project for those who don't know much about it, and if you ever want more Frog by Frog, but the audio episodes aren't coming out at a pace that quenches your thirst, uh, you are always welcome to go to frogbyfrog.com and read up to the most recent post. With all that said, thank you so much for listening, and let's get into the original post, which was titled, Frog Zero. I always thought it would be... simple. I would play Mother 3 frog by frog, that is, save point to save point, and chronicle my experiences each day. Seeing as each save frog in Mother 3 is usually anywhere from 5 to 10 minutes apart, I could expect short, easy gameplay sessions. I would write about the game, would watch myself grow with the game, and would ultimately have something worthwhile to say about the game. Mother 3 is already so close to my heart, so I thought it would be easy. The blog would practically write itself. The truth is, I've tried to start this series a few times now, and it has never really worked out. As a daily project, I fell behind in posts within the first week. As a semi-daily, read pretty much never, project, I was finished before I even started. I could point to problems in my own work ethic, or how it was simply a bad idea to attempt to run a blog during grad school, or how quickly I became frustrated with WordPress, but at the end of the day, usually I'd convince myself that my idea was silly after all, and I should just put it aside for something more serious. But I should have known better. Mother 3, and the Mother series as a whole, is made up of just as many silly ideas as it is serious ideas, if not more. Shigesato Itoi, the series' creator, consistently emphasizes play and playfulness in his interviews, so much so that I've always been interested in how his conception of playing a video game can be understood. While technically, the gameplay of Mother Games, being RPGs, require the player to fight and win turn-based battles, you could argue that the best moments of gameplay in any of the Mother games are actually when you get to chat with NPCs or simply walk around a town. Everywhere you go, Itoi has placed some character, has written some line of dialogue that is probably going to make you laugh. 
You dummy, Itoy says in an interview, poking fun at the interviewer who missed out on a joke by selecting the, quote, wrong dialogue option. You aren't even playing around in the world of Mother 3. That's another truth to my past failures. I don't think I was playing around enough. I thought I needed to use these posts and this project as a way to get to the heart of the Mother series. I thought I needed to seek to answer some deep question, or by the end of my playthrough, bring back some new way to view the series, to view gaming, to view life, or whatever. If I'm going to run a blog about Mother 3, I thought, that blog needs to accomplish something Mother 3 worthy, right? What I was forgetting is that I wanted to write a blog called Frog by Frog which already sounds like a game. Rereading a bunch of Itoy interviews over the last few days, I've decided I needed to admit to myself the true purpose of this blog, which is this. I'm writing this blog so that I have an excuse to play video games. I'm writing this blog so I have an excuse to play Mother 3. I'm writing this blog in hopes that by the end of it, I don't feel the need to find excuses anymore. No one should ever need excuses to play. Don't get me wrong. Through this blog, I still hope to offer some fun and creative insights to the series. I still hope to find a greater appreciation for Itoy and his work, especially because I've always felt like many major gaming publications fail to give off the impression that they've actually played the Mother games. Look at any article about Earthbound and count how many times you come across the word zany and offbeat to describe any and every aspect of the game. Look at any article about Mother 3 and count how many times you come across the words heartbreaking, dark, or mature. And yes, Earthbound is zany and offbeat, and Mother 3 is heartbreaking, dark, and mature, but Mother 3 is also funny and hopeful and harrowing, just as Earthbound can be dark, unsettling, and even disturbing. But analysis aside, the word play is still what matters to me most. As I showed in the quote at the beginning of this video, a toy revived Mother 3 because of the potential for play that the Game Boy Advance offered. When writing about Earthbound, Itoi offered these sentimental words. What is the video game, Earthbound? Even today, it's so hard to answer that question. It was like a group of children taking dolls from a toy chest. Old dishes no longer used in the kitchen. Nuts and bolts inside a toolbox little flowers and leaves in the backyard, and they were all laid down on the carpet with everybody singing made-up songs, ready to talk all day about the world they just made. That, I think, was how Earthbound was made. To Itoi, the mother games are whims found in toy chests, sandboxes, instances of shared imaginations and invented playthings. Mother games are an afternoon spent seeing your backyard as an enchanted forest. The play comes not just from the fact that someone is pressing buttons on a controller as things happen on a screen, but from how the play is done and what is shared in imagination. And that's part of it too. I want to play Mother 3 in a specific way so that I am encouraged to write about it in a specific way. Video games and how we communicate about them is, to me, still developing. I have tried in the past to play through Earthbound or Mother 3 while taking notes so that I could write essays or articles about the series, but none of these essays ultimately came to fruition, either again out of my own laziness or out of a lack of resolve, but I haven't lost any sleep over it. 
The way we talk about games might be most fun when our methods of writing account for the unique way games present themselves. If I truly want to play the game and write about it, why not play the game in a unique way? Why not play frog by frog? Why not play patiently and give myself time to explore? Time to truly play. At this point, I feel like I'm getting too close to taking myself seriously again, so I'm going to bring this all around. Honestly, I think writing this blog will simply help me play the game. I first played and finished Mother 3 as soon as the official fan translation came out in 2008. I remember waiting for it for months and checking in on the website all the time. After the game came out, I even uploaded a walkthrough to my little YouTube channel, hoping to be one of the first people on the site with footage of the game. However, since then, I don't think I've ever finished Mother 3. I've started it a few times, and I've played Earthbound pretty consistently, but I always find excuses to not play Mother 3. I recall one Satoy saying that he wanted Mother 3 to be playable in short sessions so that anyone could finish the game. Whether you played it for 5 minutes on the subway or for an hour after school, anyone could eventually finish the game because there was always a save frog nearby. His intent for this, also, came from the fact that fans of Earthbound wouldn't be kids anymore. Earthbound was released in 1994 in Japan, and would not be able to devote entire days to playing an RPG. I've always held the design of Mother 3 in regard to the save frogs pretty close to my heart. Uh, it's almost like a precursor to a lot of the accessibility options we see more and more common today, where someone has designed a game around the fact, designed an RPG around the fact, that you can play it for five minutes at a time and still beat it. I mean, that's just... <laughs> That's not something we see in the world of Fallouts and Oblivions and MMORPGs, which isn't to say there's anything wrong with those games. I just think it's refreshing that someone would be drawn to a platform because of the brevity that it offers. Like Itoy himself said, the meaning behind a game changes a lot between players. Players add more than half of the meaning and value to games, which is more than any other mode of expression. So I feel like that half that you've added is entirely your own. My personal feelings steer me to want to affirm everything the player thinks about the game. I want to make Mother 3 a mirror, one that reflects the heart of the player off the screen. I understand there is an inherent unfairness in using this quote, and that I can now use it to prove any and all of my opinions and theories about Mother 3, but this quote really just shows why I respect a toy so much as a creator. While I can think of limitations and flaws that each of the Mother games has on a, on a technical level, I can't think of any times the games have ever felt limiting in their imaginative scope. They're always eager to share, and I honestly believe that of all the fan communities that exist on the internet, the most inspired and dedicated fans are Mother fans. They've been producing all forms of art inspired by this series for nearly 30 years, and they've never slowed down. Another reason I was nervous to begin this blog for a while is because I didn't think it could live up to half the standard or muster half the effort that the passion projects of the mother community have required. But the truth is, I never finish games anymore. Or at least, I rarely do. I tend to play games feverishly, in weekend-long bursts, dedicated to either finishing the game quickly and efficiently, or not finishing it at all. Where's the fun in that? Where's the play? I want to finish Mother 3 for the first time in years. I want to take my time and play frog by frog. So that's what I'll be doing here for the next year or so. I'm not sure how many frogs are in the game, and I don't think I'll attempt to post every day, 
but I'll post more often than not. And I think I know pretty much how often I'd like to play and pretty much how often I'd like to write. So if you like Mother 3, follow the blog. And if you like playing Mother 3, try it frog by frog. Hello, I'm just popping in again to say thank you for listening to this first episode um, of the audio version of Frog by Frog. One thing I wanted to point out is that my editing was very minimal in this first episode, and that's mostly because I wasn't actually sure what visuals to use with Frog Zero. In my other posts on, on the blog, uh, I usually have accompanying screenshots, and I link to the soundtrack that appears at certain moments of the game. But in Frog Zero, I didn't really know what to do, so if you weren't very impressed with the editing in this first episode, I promise that from here on out, the editing is going to be more active and is actually going to be referencing the things that I'm talking about. Uh, but other than that, I just wanted to say thank you again. Um, if you are a longtime reader of the blog, again, you can sort of view these YouTube episodes, um, which I'm probably going to put the audio versions of on maybe SoundCloud or something. Um, you, you can view these as basically the audiobook of uh, Frog by Frog. And I think every time that I've recorded all the frogs of a specific chapter, I'm going to compile them all into like one, two or three hour audio file. Um, and again, you can just sort of see that as like the audiobook of Frog by Frog. And if you want to support me as I continue making these videos, the best thing you can do for now is just to subscribe and to like the video or dislike the video and give me some feedback in the comments. Still pretty new to recording stuff like this. I'm very new to scripting YouTube videos. And uh, yeah, if you are interested in this project or if you're a Big Mother fan, I hope you stick around. I hope you continue listening to episodes. And yeah, I'm excited to, to have you along for the journey. So I will see you soon, hopefully with frog number one. And I hope you have a very good day. Thank you again.